Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. India has a two-tier film industry, the mighty billion-dollar Bollywood machine and everyone else. It's the smaller art film Indian movies that tend to travel more outside the subcontinent and one of the sweetest was the debut of writer-director Ritesh Batra. It was called The Lunchbox, a romance between two lonely people over a regular takeaway meal. Now, after some success in the States, Ritesh returns to Mumbai, or Bombay as he still calls it. The film is called The Photograph, and in a way, it's inspired by some of the Bollywood movies of his youth. Photograph, madam. Ruko, tumne mujhe ye photo kyo di? Bas ek bar agar aap mil leti to. Uh, so I grew up watching a lot of the Bollywood films of the 80s and early 90s, and uh, you know they have a big heart. And uh, the interesting thing about them is that many of them are riffs on on Shakespeare, uh, mm. say on like Taming of the Shrew. So there was always a, a poor guy, rich girl story, but the rich girl was a shrew, and you know there was always a happy ending. But with this movie, I thought it might be interesting to make a a poor guy rich girl story in the current times which is plausible and possible so when when an audience watches the movie they feel like everything that's happening is is life it's not over the top it's not unbelievable uh, but at the same time you know it's a fairy tale because these kinds of interactions of these two lives coming together in india or in bombay at this time is not it's not really a plausibility a poor guy rich girl having an interaction over a period of time it doesn't really happen so despite our best efforts it's still a fairy tale tell me a little about the two people involved rafi himself uh, he's he's the poor guy basically he's a guy from the village yeah 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 he's played by an actor called nawaz who was also in lunchbox he was the apprentice so he and i have have worked together before and have a wonderful shorthand and i actually wrote this part for him and the girl meloni the rich girl is played by Sanya Malhotra who's a wonderful actor a new actor and i believe this was only her second film she does a wonderful job and you know she plays a a shy uh, accounting student in the movie so while she's the rich girl she's not the rich girl from the bollywood film she's not arrogant she's not sort of throwing her weight around she lives at home with her parents in fact oh yeah you know in india everybody lives at home with their parents in india <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it is. How do these two people meet? Rafi is a street photographer at the Gateway of India, and you know that's a wonderful thing about India and about Bombay that the old things and the new things all live together. So there's people with selfie sticks, and uh, and also these photographers who ply their trade. You know, they take pictures of tourists and visitors, and and then they print those pictures out in real time and give them to them. So it's there's a wonderful thing about India. The old and the new, everything together. He takes a photograph of her, but it comes in handy because he's being bullied by his grandmother. Yeah, yeah. So he has a pushy grandma back in the village, 
who's forcing him to get married and he sends the picture over to, to her. And then Dadi decides to pay a visit. Show me your fiancé. Yeah, he has to deliver the goods. And he has to find Maloney somewhere in Mumbai. And you set it up as if it's impossible. And then it turns out to be eminently possible. I, I love that sequence, actually. It sounded like it was going to be a very, very long search, but just suddenly they ended up on a bus together accidentally. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a village of 14 million people. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so the two of them, they meet, you know, she agrees to go along with it. You're playing the reality of a very fairy tale story, aren't you? It is a riff on, on the old Bollywood movies, but it's a really real, plausible story about lonely hearts in a big city. You have them, uh, they have a date. I mean, it's sort of un- unexpected because it's sort of a business arrangement, really, rather than a romance. But you, you can see that they clearly really like each other and they have a date at a Mumbai cinema. And apparently that's a very, that was a very significant cinema to you. There's so many other locations in the movie are the things that are dying out. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to go back and shoot in a single-screen cinema like that again because they all are slowly going away and and the multiplexes are coming in and there's cinemas attached to malls and, and, you know, all all those horrible things that are happening all over the world. But, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia in the movie that comes from my own nostalgia. You know, when you grow up somewhere and you leave, like I live in New York now, and uh, when I go back and I see that things have changed, you know, for, for me, Bombay is the Bombay that I grew up in. And then there's this new place that I don't recognize anymore. So when I go back, I always try to find that old place. And all the locations are uh, from the old Bombay. And, you know, these characters also have a lot of nostalgia in them, as with the characters in Lunchbox. So, yeah, you can only do what you can do, and you can only try to bring back what you, what you miss. It's lovely what happens to the two characters, because we're in a Bollywood film, they would dance and sing and fall in love and happy ending and stuff like that. What happens to these two characters is more subtle. Maloney suddenly develops a relationship with the servant at the house. It's a city of 14 million people, but it's a very small city in size. And all these lives are rubbing up against each other. Everybody has a maid who sleeps in the house, you know, the middle class, mainly. Everybody has help in the house uh, because it's cheap to get. So oftentimes your maid lives in the house, you have a full-time maid sleeps in the kitchen, and, and, you know, you never get to know that person. The person is kind of a family member, but not at the same time. And, and you, you don't even get to find out what village they come from. You don't have a real conversation with this person who's living in your eerie square meter house. So something different happens in this movie because of her relationship with the street photographer. The maid kind of becomes her, her window into that world as well, and they develop a friendship. I thought that was lovely. It rem- it reminded me so much of the film Roma, of course. The societies are not very different. And, you know, the, the the mother of my child is actually Mexican. Oh, really? So I have been down there, you know, and my daughter was born in Mexico. So the societies are not very different from each other. The uh, the relationship between the two of them just goes on, and it's it's extremely sweet. It's not it's unlikely to end in the Bollywood way. But I noticed that in a number of interviews in the past, Ritesh, you've talked about the idea of longing, as opposed to immediate gratification. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? I don't know how to talk to, about longing in general terms, but you know the movies that I love, or the stage musicals that I love. I mean. Stories that I love have a lot of longing in them. Characters have a lot of longing in them. But I don't know. The things that attract somebody uh, or the stories that you like to hear are also generally turn out to be the stories that you that you like to tell. 
as far as longing goes, you know, these characters in this movie have a lot of longing in them, but they don't have a means to express that longing. And that's what makes for a story, you know, that's what that's what keeps it going. Because oftentimes when people can say things to each other easily, I mean, their obstacles lie within themselves. You know, like back in the day, if you look at love stories that are made through the ages, like Romeo and Juliet, you know, and all the variations of those, the obstacles are always outside of the characters. Their tribes or their clans or their families don't want them to be one. But, you know, in the modern, in the modern world, the obstacles are always inside us that keep us away from each other. And it's no different in the East, you know. It's, it's the same as the West in that way. The obstacles are always inside us. Did you ever think that uh, that the two could have got together in the modern world? In a country like India, or anywhere for that matter, you know, I lived in London for a little bit, and I don't think any blue-collar and white-collar people are grabbing beers together. But, uh, you know, in a, in a place like India in a time like this, no, I don't think so. I don't think... But but for these characters, maybe, maybe, you know, if people sit, sit through the end and, and watch, watch the last scene, you know, it's... The last scene is extraordinary because suddenly you flash back. You flash back to their, if you like, first date, their date at the cinema. What I always try to do in movies, or when I'm writing, or when I'm shooting, is to have a way, have an ending to a story so that the people take the characters home with them. And it's not about resolution or not resolution or non-resolution as much as it is about a movie should continue to live in a person's consciousness when they leave the theatre the characters should should go home with with you after you watch the movie. So hopefully, when you watch that last scene, the ending of the movie, unexpected as it is, it's it's really designed designed so that people take the movie home with them. Because I, I feel like that's what makes cinema, you know. And there's so much so much to watch these days. There's episodic stuff. There's so much content out there. And mm-hmm. I, but but I feel what differentiates cinema from everything else is that when you watch a movie, you take the characters home with you. If you watch Casablanca, that ending is spectacular and it forces you to take the characters home with you. One final question, Nuri, the name Nuri, which is what Maloney, he needed to give her a name because he didn't even know what her name was. Is Nuri a famous Bollywood film? Yeah, it is. It's a Bollywood film from the 80s and uh, the song, the title song that we used. That's Ritesh Batra, writer-director of The Photograph, which will screen here on October the 17th. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.